Thank you so much for downloading this episode of The Wrestling Journalists here on the Vleeties podcast feed. Uh, we talk about it a little bit later on in this uh, particular episode of The Wrestling Journalists, but uh, I want to be adding, there's going to be a lot more stuff added to this feed. You know, I, we got a sponsorship this month, so we want to do it big. So not only are you going to get The Wrestling Journalists, I want to get Geezy back on for some hashtags and some headlines. I want to do an episode of, uh, we bring it back to Atlantis Catholic. I've also had some ideas to talk about some fitness stuff, to talk about some fi- personal finance stuff. The Wall Fleet Journal, come on, we have to do something with that name. Uh, but all of it is really, a lot of it stems from, you know, the the sponsorship that I mentioned. Uh, we do have a, a new sponsor, and we talk about this sponsor a lot uh, l- during the live stream that we did on Tuesday night. So I might as well, I mean, the cat's going to be out of the bag. You're going to hear it a lot, but let me just say it. Support for the wrestling journalist for Vleeties is brought to you by Manscaped. The best, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And I'm not, like, I'm not just saying that because... I used it, all right? Me and Gino got Manscaped. Uh, we got the performance package 4.0. That's what we're offering you. Uh, the promo code is VLEADIES, 20% off, free worldwide shipping. Use that promo code VLEADIES at manscaped.com. Uh, so I'm saying 7 million men worldwide are using Manscaped. So we had some people in my chat asking, like, oh, I thought I wasn't sure how, how legitimate they were. 7 million men equates to 14 million balls. So that these are all facts. These are all statistics. Uh, I go into some details about how I've tried to groom myself in the past. Gino shaved his, all of his facial hair because not only are we talking about ball trimmers, I mean, we the beard trimmers as well, nose hair trimmers, ear trimmers, ball deodorant, like all of this stuff is in this this kit that was sent to me, and it's it's awesome. So we talk about it a lot. I know that if people who don't like he- hearing ads, I think Gino and I have a really fun time with it, but go to manscaped.com. Use that promo code Vleeties and you're gonna have a good time with it so enjoy what we did on Tuesday night it was Gino and I we talked a lot of impact wrestling uh, a little bit of WWE but I love talking impact with Gino I know a lot of my listeners and downloads come from our impact wrestling discussions so uh, if that is something that you like join in the discord and let me know uh, we want to do some more stuff this month though because from the 7th to the 7th the promo code is live Manscaped.com, promo code Vleeties. Enjoy what we did on Tuesday night, Trovo.live slash Vleeties, in three, two, one, now. Gino, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time hits, and I hit the button, man. Like, that's what I do now. I don't hesitate. We don't dilly-dally. We don't play a song. We're here to start. I hit play, Gino. What do you think? I think it's a great time for us to hit play for us to begin this amazing Tuesday night discussion for the wrestling journalists. Oh, we are just a pair of wrestling journalists. I love that term. I love hearing people call themselves that. This is a fake sport, after all. The fact that people pretend that they're journalists, like on the same level as actual journalists, like Tom Brokaw or Hannah Batta for all my DFW people here. It, it is always funny when you hear these people who aren't really journalists pretend like they went to school and got like a journalism degree. Like they all pretend that they're just as legit as like a real news channel. It's like, no, you just sell news stories on Patreon. Like that's that's why I love the term wrestling journalist. Like nobody actually is one of those. Meltzer, obviously, you could probably say is the closest to a journalist. And then you look at his messy fucking apartment and you wonder why anyone gave him credit. But did you have you ever been a, a, a figure four or wrestling observer person where you ever sucked into that cult? I never was sucked into that cult again for a wrestling magazine or newsletter, but I'm glad that that at least was a thing that was going on even in my childhood, that people were subscribing to this Wrestling Observer to get all this stapled up paper every single week. 
gosh, I can't even imagine those days. I I, I always reference it. And I know that it's, uh, I know I've said it a hundred times, but it is so interesting to me that uh, people, first of all, would just pay and get that subscription. But then also, also on the other side of that, I would just go to WrestleView.com. All the stuff from the Wrestling Observer was on WrestleView. It's not like I ever thought I need to get. How are they getting their news? Like I never thought that it was them just regurgitating what they were reading in the newsletter. Much like our good friend Stephen Larson, how they are always talking about Fightful Select. Like go subscribe to Fightful Select. Like why would we? All you guys do is read Fightful Select. That that's it. You just read it for free. So why would anyone ever need to subscribe to it? Do you still listen to them? Do you listen to any other wrestling podcast? You know, the only other wrestling podcast I listen to is my. My favorite independent wrestling promotion, Deadlock Pro Wrestling. You're still a Deadlock boy. It must be different. You like you work now, so you have a time like where you're in the warehouse. There's like you're listening to podcasts now because, I, like I know for me, like when I'm working from home and stuff, a lot of times it's not really like oh podcast listening time. Like if I'm on the phones all day, I don't get to listen to podcasts. So it must be nice, you know. You're at work, podcast, walking around warehouse. It's a nice job to be still working at warehouse, still like filling up orders for the people while listening to podcasts like Deadlock Pro Wrestling. Like for the people, Gino, as you say. So, Gino, I watch this thing for the people. I watch Impact Wrestling. So you and I, like, that's kind of been our niche. Is Last week we talked a lot of WWE. I mean, it was obviously Royal Rumble, Fallout. We There was a lot to discuss in regards to what WWE was up to. But we can't ignore Impact. Impact is, in my opinion, one of my favorite things to watch. Um, I, I rewatched some of it from last week today just to kind of refresh my, my memory on what had happened. Uh, and it's such a it's such a unique show. And immediately when I like when, when I rewatched it, the biggest thing that stood out to me and it, it might I think it stood out to everybody on the Ultimate Insiders YouTube, uh, the hard camera. Do you know they're showing fans again? It doesn't look like they're wrestling in some weird production studio. They're showing fans, my friend. Like, did it did it help the show? Do you think, or did it almost make you like, oh man, don't hide that there's only a hundred people there. It was kind of nice, right? It was nice. I'm actually really excited to see where it's going to go because this was again taped around the same time as the week before, which they still had the hard camp to the entrance ramp. So I'm very curious, like how they're going to do this. this is going to change week to week. Is no story going to be completely different than what we see now, or is this going to be the new normal for Impact? May, good point. Maybe it's just like it could just be they were in Orlando for these this set of TV tapings, and maybe just the way that arena is set up, they had to have the camera right there. Like typically, there's some space where they have the ramp, and then they can set the camera up behind that. But for this particular episode, I mean, you're watching wrestling and you see an audience, and it's it's like reinvigorating for Impact Wrestling fans. Because in my head, all I'm thinking every time I watch Impact is I'm the only one watching this. I'm the only one watching. Uh, I'm the only one watching Impact Wrestling. Not even the people on Ultimate Insiders. They're not watching this. They're just pretending that they are. I, like It was so nice to be able to watch Impact and see people there. Now, this audience obviously is not a paid audience. They do not look like they give a fuck. I mean, look at it, Gino. There are some that pay. What I do want to talk about since we are showing up this great episode of Impact, there was a glitch in the or some type of issue they had on Impact where people who were Ultimate Insiders like yourself and myself were watching this show earlier before it was supposed to premiere on television and on Ultimate Insiders. So hopefully that issue is fixed and no one else will cause that hap to happen this week. It's going to still go to air properly at 8.30 like it's supposed to Eastern Time. Yeah, speaking of technical glitches, the Botrixes, why are the grits not playing? I feel like I log into this thing every time, 
before we start. I even have the Chrome extension, and even that looks like it's working. Like, we missed a great one from Kevin. Gino looks terrible. Gino, what happened to your, your facial hair? I don't know, man. You know, I wanted to trim it down. You know, I wanted, like, lawnmower it almost to some degree. Like, get rid of all <laughs> that facial hair. Now I'm just completely trimmed down. Yeah, I can't believe people in the chat are calling it shaving. I, mean, I don't know if you guys can tell. Uh, people on the podcasters definitely can't tell. Gino and I are Manscaped people now. We're officially uh, sponsored by Manscaped. Promo code Vleeties when you get the, the performance package. You remember package. when we super kicked you right in the face? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for the follow, Frankie Click. So, yeah, I mean, we're branded. We're wearing this every time. This is my new uniform, okay? You go to manscaped.com, use the promo code Vleeties, and you're saving 20% on that performance package, which I used. Gino, I look like Ace Austin. I'm completely hairless now, dude. Hell yeah, we're both completely hairless and just excited to talk about this amazing impact with another amazingly hairless superstar like Ace Austin. But I love it. I just like the look of a crowd while I'm watching wrestling. Now, this crowd obviously doesn't look like they're into it at all. Like, PCO wasn't coming out. They weren't freaking out. You know, you kind of were – if PCO was there, you know what all these people would be losing their shit. But it would still – it still was like – I don't know. The look of it, the feel of just this one episode I thought was fantastic. I thought the Bully Ray segment was fan, was awesome. Uh, there was a few skippable parts. Like Giselle Shaw should not be allowed to cut a promo, Gino. Or, did, did you hear this promo that Giselle – are you still – are you behind Giselle? Like, Because I know that there, there's, the, there's the trans factor. Like, hey, we have a transgender wrestler that many people still don't know is trans, which I think is a huge victory for Giselle Shaw, that a lot of these simp wrestling fans are all like, dude, Giselle is so bangable. And then they don't realize, like, she used to be a man, and that deters a lot of cisgendered white men. Am I right, Gino? But when she cuts this promo, it makes me really upset because it's awful. Did you hear this promo? I did hear this promo. I'm glad that at least in this promo, she did go back and call back to the the first tag team she was with, which was the Iconics and how they were gone because of her, that she is the Black Widow killing all these teams. Well, and I also thought she was a babyface this whole match. Okay, it's my time now. <laughs> My time now, bro. I mean, this part's good. She's play. She knows the crowd. She's paying attention. She's like, no, you're gonna have to. Nathan Weller just subscribed. Nathan, 20 month subscriber. Hard to believe we're approaching the two year mark here on Trovo for your boy Vleeties. Nathan, it's so good to have you here. And Nathan, don't you worry, okay? Manscaped.com. Use that promo code Vleeties. I've been assured it's worldwide shipping. So we were supposed to record the commercial, Gino, as I mentioned before you and I hit live. Uh, a certain Van Vliet who lives in this house would not let me come out here. He was just, I'm not going to bed, Dad. He was throwing a fit. It was incredible. He was like the new Ace Austin. Because uh, we were supposed to come out here and say, like, support for Vleeties is brought to you by Manscaped. We were supposed to do one of those commercials like everyone on YouTube. We will do that eventually. But in the in the read, Nathan, it does say worldwide shipping for free. All right. That's what it says, Gino. It says, I'm reading it right here. Uh, Manscaped Performance Package. The ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Uh, you can join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off 
free worldwide shipping with the promo code FLEETIES. Malachi Black says what the fuck is this? I thought we're here to say some nice words about Jeezy, not watch garbage. Where is Geezy? Are we supposed to say nice words about him? Geezy, come back. If you're listening live, let's do something on Thursday. We don't have to be live. We just need to wait for Ralphie to go to sleep, which who knows when that's going to be. We'll hit record, record some stuff. We'll have bathroom breaks. I do remember one time Geezy and I did a recorded, uh, we did like a, a we hit and run like pilot. And I was excited. Like we can just talk about whatever we want, uh, trans people in the bathrooms. And we were recording. And I think he liked that more because there was like, hey, pause breaks. And there was, hey, this just happened. And hey, what about this? And we were kind of cutting and tripping as we talked. And there was, maybe there was no pressures of the live audience, you know, maybe that's what it was. But um, what, so Giselle Shaw. What do you so when you hear like this promo, like is it is this as good as it gets for Giselle? Do you, do you like the character more? What are your thoughts on this? I feel this is going to be the good start for this Black Widow character, and hopefully, maybe she does need like a mouthpiece to yeah. support her, and maybe that is what her manager will become. It's not just a stylist and a content creator; he will become her real manager. Don't you think they they really force it though? No one was calling her the Black Widow. Were you calling her the Black Widow before? And she's like, "Everyone's calling me." This is my Giselle Shaw impression. Everyone's calling me the Black Widow, brother. But unfortunately for them, I like being called the Black Widow, dude. Like, that's kind of what this turns into as she goes. Whoa! We should go to Impact. A lot of people are referring to me as the Black Widow of Impact Wrestling. No one was doing that. Is that are you in the are you in the message boards that I'm not a part of? Like the Impact Superfans? Because I host the, the the second most downloaded Impact Wrestling podcast, you know. I didn't know we were all calling her the Black Widow dude. I only know that because Tom Hannafin and Matthew Raywald, every time she was coming out there during her tag team matches, whether it be with Tasha and Savannah or with even the Iconics, she was like, they were saying, like, this is the Black Widow. So, like, that was just drilled into my skull that I think except she is the Black Widow of Impact. <laughs> yeah, none of us were saying this about, about her, though. Like, she's the Black Widow. Like, that was never, like, that's such a forced, hey, I'm trying to, like, start a new gimmick i'm gonna sell a new t-shirt i'm the black widow of impact wrestling because that sounds awesome like yeah that's what i would want to be called too if i were there i'm the black widow dude and she, the, she should embrace that a little bit because i destroy every tag team i touch and you know what i used to deny before what is that like like all of this is there a whole backstory that i don't remember because uh, we we talk about the iconics. We talk about the influence. Is that what the the iconics were? Um, I mean, we talk about Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles. Like all of these things she's referencing. Was she doing that even before any of that? Uh, she was just like they were always like cause say like see she somehow was the cause of the inspiration losing or the any other team she was with and now with Todd and Savannah, they always were like, she was the reason, even though it's really because the Death Dolls are the better tag team, they knew how to work as a cohesive unit the entire time. Do you think that that might be one of the biggest, like, like Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, like leaving WWE, we're all excited to see what they're going to do. Impact, like Impact, it seemed like genius. Like, how did Impact convince these two to come here and not go anywhere else? And what did we get out of them? Like one tag team title match at a pay-per-view. They like they won the belts and then they were gone three months later. And that's it. Like Billy Kay, I don't know what she's doing anymore. Peyton Royce is just being a mom, which is fine, but 
don't we wasn't there supposed to be a little bit more out of their wrestling careers or do you think that those long flights really did tear them apart like they told us maybe they did because again they do don't have they don't live in the u.s neither of them do so hopefully we can figure out like an actual full-time deal that they could be able to come here to america and work better than be wwe or impact could try to resign them but right now impact's on amazing run right now that they don't really need any other stars at this time do do you think that uh, no peyton royce lives in america now right there's no way that she's married to uh ron what's his name i can't i always want to say ron arnelli what's his wrestler name sean spears sean. yeah i was like why can't i remember his the name everyone knows him as how come i can't remember camacho's new wrestling name gino that was one of my favorite parts last week i was like what is camacho's new name and he's been tongaloa for like seven years now but maybe even longer than that but and even in the chat like aj delopsta he says like peyton royce deserved a singles title run like i agree with that there's there was a lot more to do with both of them in my opinion and we we didn't get we didn't get what we wanted. We got what we wanted in Impact, but we, we never got the singles run. But hopefully, when they're both ready, when either of them are ready, they'll be able to come back to wrestling, whether it be WWE, Impact, or even the worst decision they could go into AEW. Yeah, it does feel. Remember, it used to be like fun to want people to go to AEW. Now it's well, you're gonna just go and get lost in the shuffle. And even if you're like a like a Swerve, Swerve is somebody that even now with his new mogul affiliate. They're not getting the TV time I thought they were going to, brother. Like, all, all this mogul affiliate stuff started on Dynamite. Now it's just on Rampage every single week. None of us know where it actually went. But you know what? I don't even care anymore. I am the Black Widow of Impact Wrestling. Like, none of us call her that. And then, like, she's Malachi so excited. Black says the only good thing about Peyton was her ass stop at V-Levy's. No, we liked her tummy. We all liked her tummy, too. And we all liked this part, you know, where she'd be on the stage and she'd go. We all really liked that finger bite thing. That was super sexy. Podcasters, you didn't see. Let me let me try and describe it for you. Just kidding. I did the finger bite again. It was fantastic, Gino. It was fantastic. Just like the inspiration, the iconics, both were fantastic. Whether they be in the tag team or the singles run, because Billy Kay should have been champion at that time when she was just trying to get people to take her face headshot the entire time. No one would. Do you know it's nice? Like, because I didn't even realize. Like every time I do the Billy Kay, everyone just looks at my Manscaped logo. Like, check that out, Manscaped.com promo code Vleeties. Gino. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we're supposed to do, like, reviews about it, but we're still talking a little bit of impact. I hated this promo. It made me hate Giselle Shaw. Like, I kind of was indifferent. Like, whatever. Like, I thought, like, as far as a transgender wrestler, at least she's in shape. Like, I got to give it to her. It's like, Nyla, I feel like, just checks a box. Like, oh, she's trans, so she's going to be on top. Like, even if she's out of shape or she's dangerous in the ring, none of that stops what they're going to do with Nyla. At least Giselle tries to look like an athlete. You know what I mean? Yes, and also you might just be hating her because she's that good of a heel. You just don't like her because she's just making you hate her so much. She's that good of a worker. I'm proud. Are you talking about Giselle or are you talking about Nyla again? Giselle. Okay. Giselle, Giselle is doing her work and she's making you hate her like you're supposed to because she's that damn good of a worker. Did you use the lawnmower to shave your face? That is a good question though. I'm getting in the chat. Like, I know that we got I, – like, I was excited to like, hey, we have one for you and one other person. And I was like, oh, send one to Gino. And did you shave your face with the ball trimmer just to get just to clear that? I did not do it with the lawnmower. I did it actually with the beard trimmer. Okay, good. They did send his beard trimmers as well, everybody. So I shaved everything today though with just a straight razor. I should have saved the beard a little bit more. Once it it doesn't grow out the way it 
supposed to be. And then they gave me the nose trimmer, which I'm not a – is that a problem for you? I don't have nose hairs. I don't have that many nose hairs and that many ear hairs. So, again, the, that actually goes to both the nose and the ear. So, it got to be got that taken care of a little bit too. But, again, the big thing was the beard and the balls, and it's perfectly trimmed down now. Which I'm, I, uh, and I got to be honest, this is a very nice shirt. It's very soft. It fits very well. I would buy more of these just to, just to wear them. They're fantastic, fantastic shirts. Um, so everybody, everybody. I mean, if you're not, if you go get that, the, you know, that performance package, don't be afraid to just pick up a shirt while you're there. Did you try those underwear on? I didn't try the underwear on yet. I'm still wearing my Reebok performance. I did try the underwear on. They're actually really snug, really tight. They're actually perfect for my balls now. That they're perfectly shaved. <laughs> I'm excited to wear them every day when I can. You did message me like these might be a little, they might be a little tight. And then once you shaved off all that ball hair, suddenly everything fit again. You're like Giselle Shaw. Let's let her wrap up this promo, Gina, before I show you one of my least favorite things that happened this past week. This guy's awesome, by the way, JV Doll. He's so like gay on, like he's probably not this gay in real life, but when he's on TV, he's like triple gay. He's gold dust gay when he's on TV. If Tasha Steeles is gone, Tasha Steeles, because of me. I don't care that the influence is gone because of me. Like, none of us know what she's talking about. Like, are you following every beat? Like, oh, she's so, yeah, that's true. Like, I don't think any of that, ha I don't remember any her doing any of this. But now she's saying, here's the whole thing. She's explained to us now that she's calling these women to go to WWE because of the rumor with Tasha, she's going to WWE. Emma went to WWE. So she's yeah. this black widow, this cancer that's causing these women to leave and go to WWE today. Look, and, and I'm not against this gimmick, but it's just it's all happening on BTI or it's happening so subtle, subtly I don't notice that. And I didn't realize Tasha was going to WWE. That one I feel is going to be a miss. I think Tasha fits a lot better in impact uh and, and if she was gonna leave she would probably be another aew person like I, I could see her just following suit with her old partner kiera hogan um from the chat a very important question what about the goo chairs for this manscape product they have so instead of like just having a regular beard trimmer that i used to trim my balls with they actually have some attachments that make it really like i don't want to say comforting because like you probably still could fuck yourself up with these things but I was able to get all the hair, and it was actually very nice. Like it was, it was actually very, very easy to get all of that hair. I was almost like concerned, like when do I stop? I almost started shaving my legs. You know, I was getting to that point where I was like, okay, look, 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 look. Um, but yeah, just shaving the pubes and even around the dick, like lifting up my shaft. Even when I use my old like trimmer, I would never try and get under there. With with the lawnmower, I just went right for it before I even put that little clip on. Because it's got clips that you can add to it to kind of give you some size. Which, is anyone shaving their privates like with a, like, because you know, like someone could shave, like Steve Austin would shave his head bald. Like, is there ever a time when you're shaving your pubes where you're like, no, 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 I want like the Macklin. I want like kind of bald. And I'm sure that's only there for like if the woman that you're with is interested. Like, have a little bit of hair just so she has that feel yeah. for it. Yeah, you look like a fucking kid with no ball hair. Keep some hair, you weird creep. And yeah, in the chat, TK, TCon said that he thought like Manscaped was kind of a scam. I always just thought, I don't know, it's just some sort of like a trimmer. Like, can't you just, I got like, you know, clippers for my head at like Walmart for, you know, like 50 or 60 bucks. But even those didn't, first of all, those are like terrifying. Like when you're trying to shave your balls or just, and I've used uh, like regular razors down there and the itch is insane. 
like I've had no issues with this at all. It's way cleaner looking. It's a lot more uniform. And trying to like, especially using just like a straight razor, trying to rinse it off in between swipes, you never know how like. I don't know. It's just so sketchy, and I'll never forget the Jake Sprague story because I've been in that scenario, Gino. I was about to stand up and, and show you, but I can't. There's no ball hair. I've grabbed the hair and like straightened it out long enough, and then literally Jake Sprague style, taking scissors and cut right, like just try and cut. Like oh my god, 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 oh my god. Like just trying to cut the hair, like like really, like you know when you're doing like finger like cut on the top of your head, right? So like I literally would be like hovering over the toilet. And which, by the way, I can no longer. I'm not hovering over the toilet for uh, for the manscaped because I'm afraid of dropping it in the bowl. Like this is actually too valuable. Maybe I'll do it in the shower, but I don't want to clog the drain. So I might just do this outside. This might become a forest excursion for me. To yeah, bedpan. Good idea, G spot. That might be what it is. So I, I was like holding it out, almost you know, like like you're at the barber getting finger length cut. And I would just trim, trim, Do you remember trim. when we super kicked you right in the face? Thank you, Dope Jay. I'm holding scissors and tr talking about cutting my ball hair. And Jake Sprague told that amazing story where he accidentally nicked his scrotum with scissors. And it was bleeding and he was like freaking out like, what do I do? Because like we've all been in that scenario. Like I've had those moments where like one, sometimes you're just looking down like that's too much fucking hair. Like eventually it, like, it, it grows to a point that you need to get rid of it. There's way too much fucking ball hair. So you're going to use scissors, and you're going to figure out a way to do it. And Jake Sprague nicked his balls one time, and that made me stop using scissors. I was like, I need to give up on the scissor train. It's a very, like, practical way, in my opinion, like when you're using scissors. Like, well, obviously, I have five inches of hair on my dick. I'll use these scissors to chop it down. But the lawnmower did it way faster, way smoother. I was done within five, six minutes. It was a lot quicker. I wasn't scared. I was a little scared at first, TBH. You know, once I once I turned it on, I was like, "Oh, this is like a real thing." It had a light on it, which was very very convenient. So very so you know you can kind of it's all laser precision as I'm cutting my hair. So it was awesome. I was I was a big fan. There was so much more hair than there normally is. So I think that really tells me I got I did a good job. Because typically I would just shave kind of the visible parts. You know, like when you're like whitening your teeth, they say if it's poking your gums, just cut the backs off. Because what are you going to whiten your back three teeth for? Who gives a fuck? No one can see those when you smile anyway. So I would always try and find a workaround like, oh, I'll just shave right here. I would never lift my dick up and shave under that, Nathan Weller style. Now, Gino, I did that. It was awesome. It came out. I wish I could show you my dick and balls, but I'm just not confident that you guys will appreciate the photo. Right, Gino? Yeah, no one would appreciate the photos of our dick and balls. That's why we just have to talk about how amazing it was for our first time using the lawnmower and just why everyone should be going to manscaped.com slash Vleeties using promo code Vleeties and get yourself an amazing lawnmower so you can Dude, save your balls. Your that, balls will thank you. Get that performance package, 4.0. Like, I always say this about iPhones. Like, they didn't get – they weren't good until the 12 Pro. So, like, it takes a few, like, 1.0s, 2.0s, 3.0s. 4.0 and then Hugh Jass in the chat says is it waterproof like there's even in like the notes they were saying don't tell people it's a hundred percent waterproof so I'm not going to answer that question okay they say it's like waterproof up to a certain degree which means like water resistant so I'm not going to tell people don't put it in the water okay that's all I'm going to tell people if, if there's ever any disclaimers that people are saying like don't say it's 100% waterproof. Or you could say that I think the trimmers, like the nose hair trimmer, I think that's technically the only waterproof one. But I don't know. I'm not going to put anything near water. Anything that has a battery in it or like never, never putting it near water. I have a speaker that floats. 
and I never put it in the water. Why would I, why would I? I trust God, but I will not tempt Him, Gino. I completely agree with you. So again, you could just do what you can. There is water resistant, not waterproof. That's completely different yeah. for all these tools. Wait. There are instructions for how to clean them using water. Just be careful because it's water resistant. Yeah, yeah. Don't like just don't put it in the washing machine with your clothes and think it's gonna come out working fucking great. You know, that's that's typically how I, I like I just I don't mess with it, okay? If it's if it's got water, T Tcon in the chat has a great question. What's the promo code? It's Vleetes. It's V L E E T I E S. We should have made that into a thing. It's V L E T I E S. Bleedies. Like we should have came up with a better thing, Gino. We should have. We should have just used it. We should use the promo code Wrestle. I'm sure nobody had that one yet. So I don't know. I've I've used it once. I can't wait to use it again. But unfortunately, I think it's gonna take a while for my ball hair to grow back because it really it did a number. It got everything. My wife's saying I should trim my like get rid of my belly hair. Like I have a happy trail, and then I just have some stragglers that go up almost to my chest. I have almost no chest hair. But I might use this whole thing. I am a little concerned. Is there like what's the etiquette, Gino? What's the protocol on you're trimming your balls with it? Can you ever use it on your face ever again? I don't believe you can use it on your face ever again, but that's why you have another tool right beside you as well. Being the grooming kit, the amazing yes. fucking beard trimmer. The that's beard what you trimmer. got, your beard trimmer to take care of it. Indeed, Gino used it, went to work. You did a number. You weren't like just trimming. You're like, no, fuck this. You got rid of all of that facial hair. We're not sponsored by Dollar Shave Club or Gillette. Like you were, no, I'm shaving everything with this beard trimmer. And it did a fantastic job. It really, yeah, Pasta, Pasta Mania Forever, promo code Fat Mario. That would have been a great one if they would have done that. Kevin's right. This ad has been way too long. It's not even an ad anymore. I just like this product. Giselle Shaw would also love this product. That Chelsea Green is gone because of me. Is that true either? That's not true. We got to keep up with this giving that she's the cause of why all these stars are either in WWE or rumored to go to WWE. It's because of Giselle Shaw. It, like everyone's moving on to bigger and better things because of Giselle Shaw. Now, Gino, you and I love this show, uh, but, and you love Matt Cardona very much. What were your thoughts on Matt Cardona's half-ass rap thing that he did for this show? Were you mad? Were you as mad as me? I was, like, confused as to why Matt Cardona would, would phone it in to such a level. I mean, especially when you and I remember the all-time classic instant hit Guys. that was Hosky. It was an amazing song, so we remembered Hosky. We're like, okay, Matt Cardona's going to have a real song <clears throat> making fun of Joe Hendry, and then we got this rap song, and you know what? It was intentionally bad, intentionally the way it was. And I understand, but I know Macro could sing because of Hosky, the all-time classic song. Yes, it, well, but this. So let's focus on this then. Matt Cardona is doing this. Is his Hollywood Hogan run? Okay, so this is what this is what he always wanted to be doing. He's a heel. Brian Myers obviously still killing it. You know what I don't like about Matt Cardona now? He's holding Brian Myers back. Okay. Brian Myers is awesome. Like, I don't know why he's like the second fiddle to Cardona now, right? It's like the it's the Zach, Zach Ryder showed up, so Kurt Hawkins is back to being the, the secondary character in the Major Brothers. So uh, a little annoyed by that, Gino. I think you are as well. How come the sounds aren't playing? I'm even seeing we got AJ DeLopsa doing a chicken winner. I'm a little annoyed that those aren't playing. We'll have to experiment with what happened there. Um, but thank you so much, AJ DeLopsa. It did not go unnoticed, okay? Um Matt Cardona's in his Hollywood Hogan run. You know, this is one of the worst things he's ever done. 
is he going to WWE? Why is this still? Why is this happening on such a low level? It's just to make us hate him more, make him feel like this is just a piece of shit. He's not even trying anymore, and that's because he feels like he can do this, and that's the whole point. He's playing up this gimmick even more, and when this fucking Joe Hendry match happens and it gets out of the way, then we're going to see possibly the major brothers, the major players feuding again like we did in the early time when they were both in Impact already. So we're going to see where this goes. Hopefully it does just go to bigger, better things for both Matt Cardona and Brian Myers after this goddamn Joe Hendry loses the digital media world title. Guys, come on! Come on! Around. Come on, guys! World premiere! World premiere, guys! And Listen. who are all these people? Like, where did they find? Like, these guys aren't even NXT level up people. Where did they find these schlubs? This must be their fans, right? This could just be fans, people who are part of the major pod network. They're just big fans of McIntyre. Like, this is going to be a big moment. You all can be here since you're in Florida. You can be here as extras for this amazing world premiere and impact. Except Alexander Hammerstone. That's him in the back. Next week. I take on Joe Hendry for the Digital Media Championship. I'm going to become a two-time champion. This guy has ruined my life. I'm sure he's ruined a lot of your lives, but it's time he gets a taste of his own medicine. Roll it. Oh. I don't know, God, it makes me so mad because we just watched Sanjay Dutt do a terrible one of these too. And uh, Digital Media Championship, Why did, have we already lost the thread? It's no longer just on BTI. It's on pay-per-views. I mean, this thing is just a regular time. It's, it's just the European Championship, right? It's just the internet championship that's being respected like it should have been in WWE when they had the internet championship. They're finally giving precedence to this title that should be on every time they can, whether it be Impact, before the Impact, or even on the pay-per-views or pre-show, the kickoff show. They oh. need to have this title be represented. Why do you think they went with that name, though? Because when they did it, it, it was the Digital Media Championship. It was only on BTI. It was only on YouTube. They were, they were kind of keeping it to their Impact Plus uh, devices and now here we are just a couple months later did that not work did they realize that wasn't working did they kind of think oh well we can use it to kind of because jordan grace had it and i thought that was like oh okay well she's wrestling in indie shows and they're putting all of her matches on their on their social media channels so i thought that was a cool idea for a championship much like Pac wrestling in rev pro and shit with his all atlantic championship when he had that so if you're Matt Cardona, like, I don't know, is it now just, it's now just below, they don't have an Intercontinental Championship, do they? Like, it kind of is their Intercontinental title now, but it, the fact that it's called digital media makes me think that there should be a little bit more of a theme to that that they should stick to, no? And I guess there should be, but technically the theme is still connected because Impact Ultimate Insiders can watch all the weekly impacts and the at least monthly Impact premium live events that are not the four big pay-per-views. Kevin's right. Manscapes. Why do we? Why are we talking about rap? Macaradona sucks. You know. Let's talk about our balls again. Yo, this is a major pop productions. Yo, my name's Macaradona, and you're about to see that I make better songs than Joe Hendry. He's made people laugh at me and my wife, but now it's my turn to ruin his life. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it, like this is this is like a Vleety's Christmas song where I just show up like on Christmas Eve and think I gotta crank out some Christmas tunes. And Malachi Black says, "God, this is fucking terrible." Why, Gino? Why did they do this? Like, like this is clearly they got there that day, right? This there was no thought into this when he did Hoski. <coughs> oh, jeez, there there was more thought into that. Like, this is so much. Hey, we need you to. Joe Hendry did a song about you. Can you do one about him? 
Uh, what should the words be? Oh, we thought we thought you were the creative guy. You would do that. Oh, um, yeah, sure. I'm gonna ruin your life. You made fun of my wife. Yeah, I'm gonna take your mom on a date. It's because it's all intentional. He knows that he can be this corny slime ball and just not even try because that's part of his gimmick. He's a tool kind of character. He doesn't mind like playing that up because it's entertainment. He knows how to be entertaining. Would it be to make you feel like, oh, this son of a bitch, why are we even care about him? Because that makes you care more about Joe Hendry. He knows what he's doing to make you get behind Joe Hendry. Mm, listen, yo, I'd like to point out that he looks weird. With his stupid blonde hair and his stupid black feet. They made him look so handsome in these shots of Joe Hendry, by the way. Because at first, if like when my eyes are closed and you say, you look weird with your stupid blonde hair and your black beard. In my head, I'm like, oh, what a loser. He, he sounds like a huge piece of shit. And then when I actually look at Joe Hendry and I'm like, oh, this guy's handsome. Like, this guy's awesome, Gino. See, I told you, it's all intentional. It's making you get behind Joe Hendry, believe in Joe Hendry, so you hate Matt Cardona and want Matt Cardona to lose, and that's why Matt Cardona's going to win. You're right. This is amazing. But if you think that's bad, oh, just wait. I'm taking Joe Hendry's mom on a date. Ba, 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 ba. Like, what, what was that? And I guess, are you saying, oh, it's just bad heat or good? Are you saying this is good heat? This intentionally bad heat to get him over as a heel to make people feel like, ah, oh, I can't wait till Joe Hendry beats his ass and then he's going to beat Joe Hendry's ass. I believe in Joe Hendry. I believe in Joe Hendry. Uh, I, yeah, maybe you guys are right. Maybe this is making me love Joe Hendry because I hate Matt Cardona now, but I've never really liked Matt Cardona. This is another one of those guys that I would I would put on this level. Uh, Gino, Gino went dark. It's Gino Dark here on YouTube. Um, why are we live on YouTube, Gino? I thought Ke Kevin talked about a whole takeover of YouTube. Do you think that's coming? It could be coming. I'm actually really wondering what the fuck just happened. I still have electricity, so I'm figuring out what's oh, happening. Oh, right so your you, your electricity might have gone out. Okay, well, if you, well, at least the power went out for like one part, so I'm gonna figure it out. That's so crazy, yeah. Because I look, I had the same thing happen to me literally just the other day, Gino. There was like five outlets in the house that stopped working. We found out a wire was loose and could have caused a fire that killed us all, which would have been terrible, Gino. So you sort that. I will handle this. I'll let the people know. That's how you'd like to say it. We need to let the people know that Matt Cardona is a great talent. Like, no, Matt Cardona sucks. Like, And it's just it's more confirmation when I see these things that he's not as good as I think we think he can be at, at times. Like, maybe he can get to another level, but... We're over 10 years into the Ryder era. I think it's over, dude. It's never over. I'm still going to be a Ryder fan to the day I die. I've been with him since his early days as just a major brother, and now I'm still behind him as a major player. I believe in Zack Ryder. Oh, even uh, Tiff's Pleafinoku. I believe in Cardona. I got a new microphone. You know, it actually sounds pretty good in my headphones. I also bought a new headphone thing to plug into the mixer here. Uh, this is this whole this is also sponsored by Amazon, by the way. And I need to. I just realized I need to get new these these ones that plug into channel three. That's broken, and that those are broken too. So that's probably why I've been having issues hearing out of one side of the headphones. And I, it annoys me that I realized this just now, Gino. I'm like Brian Myers. Look at Brian Myers be the fucking second fiddle to Matt Cardona. This is like this photo encapsulates the whole the whole deal right here. 
Matt Cardona looking jacked and cool with his hoodie on his head. And then Brian Myers in the background like, oh, I'm just the, I'm the guest. I'm the guest on the major pod. It's only for right now. I'm excited to see where this goes because this could lead to a heel turn and a face turn for like Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. They go against each other as one that may leave. But again, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. This is just going to be a fork in the road where Matt Cardona may win this title and Brian Myers gets smitten because he has the title that Brian Myers held for so long. I believe in Zack Ryder. A masterpiece. What a masterpiece. Oh my god, that was so great. What do you guys think? Where'd everybody go? Taking his mom on a date? Did your wife know about this? No, it's just a song though. It was a burn. Yeah, a burn. Over the line. That, that's over the line? He called me Edge's bitch! Hey, you are Edge's bitch. Man, I love that song! Whoa, dude, that's way too far. Obviously referencing the Edge's bitch part. And I, I don't know this 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 whole thing they're doing. I like the idea, but I just when I was watching this, this is the impact that makes me regret watching Impact, like the shitty rap, and it just, it feels a little half-assed. That's my. I want us to pretend like we're doing like this is a job, you know. I can understand that, but then you also have like just moments that are intentionally bad and just entertainment. Like earlier in the show, we had Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde or Taylor Wilde saying that whole terror reading she had last week was that it was setting up that we're going to be a tag team. And then we had the Death Dolls just appear. And then that laugh that just went on a little bit too long intentionally because it was supposed to be bad. I don't know. Is, but the, why do we do that so much in Impact? Is it because we know we're not as good as AEW? We, we know we're not as good as WWE. So instead of trying to make like a quality, serious wrestling product, we're okay being the joke. We're okay with making jokes and like making fun of ourselves because we know that we can still put on great quality matches that these other shows don't give you. These other shows give you fucking half-assed matches or even Bane switch a match like a steel cage just give it to you two weeks later or other garbage ideas that don't give us like just clean one-on-one -on -one victories like we do regularly on Impact. We don't always get clean victories, do we? Is that like a common thread with Impact? There's been plenty of time. What is up with Sammy Callahan, dude? Can we... Can we have? Can we get him in the gym? There's nothing more off-putting than watching a wrestler do a move and then fix his shirt. Like he, his finishing move should be called the shirt fix. He's always fixing his top. It's not even a shirt. He's fixing his blouse every move. You know, it's don't. We're not there yet. Okay, we're still doing Killer Kelly. Which, by the way, Killer Kelly, I really well, enjoy. Normally, when I beat them. I'm done with them. I kind of love the 80s, like, like that song they have playing there. It's kind of, or the tone. But it's Taylor, seems like she's obsessed with me. Yeah, dude. We're all kind of obsessed. get down with that. I can get down with that, you know? So, if Taylor wants to be in the ring again with me. Yeah, dude. Killer Kelly. Ugh, you're right. This sucks. Like, just like the, even the. Killer Kelly. Like, put your hand on her shoulder. The way this whole thing is produced and directed. Bruce Pritchard is not back there doing this. This is definitely Terry Taylor. And it may be Terry Taylor or it could be Jimmy Jacobs, the man who's really in charge of all this, which I'm glad my boy, the zombie princess, is, has the book and is making all these great decisions because Impact is the greatest promotion of today. You've misunderstood. Boom. Spirit said we'd be in the ring together more. Not across from each other. I believe in Joe Henry. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> this is so bad. If we're side by side, 
He hate me, says Gino. Did you gain weight? <laughs> no, he didn't gain weight. He just trimmed his facial hair. You're actually probably losing weight, Gino, right? I am slowly losing weight. Yeah, I trimmed the beard fully. It's gone, so you feel and make it seem like it's fat because the beard is the only way to mask fat. So I, I mask. believe in Joe Andre. And my dude, everything looks way bigger now that there's no more hair around my dick and balls, Gino. If I can, if we can make this about manscaped again, like if you want, when you lose all that hair down there, suddenly you look like Ty of Valkyrie. It's amazing, right? It is amazing that you just look like that. It just everything's bigger. Everything you can just see things clearer now with everything trimmed up and just smooth. Look at this shot. I mean, for those who are listening on the podcast, I will be putting the video version of this on Subscribestar. Look at this. It just looks like a fucking joke. Like why? Are, why? This is this is the tag division. This is what we don't have Tasha and Savannah anymore. We don't have the influence. Like their 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 knockouts tag champions have gone the way of their for, like of their impact champions. Where remember I used to always bring up Austin Aries, Johnny Mundo, Brian Cage, Tessa Blanchard, Michael Elgin, all these like I don't know if you ever won the belt. But all of these people that were in the title picture are now gone. And you look at their women's tag people. Nope, these people are still here. Hope you like this shot. Look at this, Gino. This is a joke. This is great. I'm looking forward to seeing Rosemary and Taya. That's going to be Taya and Jessica versus these two contenders. Possibly get this contenders, which basically an eliminator match where Taya and Jessica will beat the hell out of these two killers. I remember Steven Larson hated those. They hated the whole championship contenders matches when WWE did them. And then when Impact, or when, what's the other one called? When Dynamite has championship eliminator matches, it's, is it, does it sound different? I'm like Jim Ross. I don't think the champion should ever wrestle on TV. Like that's, that's me and Jim, that's, that's me on the Ross support here. Like, you need to protect your champions, damn it. Why would you? Why would you want to see Roman fight at the pay per view if he's finding out on Raw? Why, and why would he lose a match if he's the champion? You know, why, is that my Jim Cornette? Kevin brought up Jim Cornette's just louder. Jim Ross, is that right? I he is like a little bit louder, Jim Ross, but Jim Ross is more subdued and understands his place. And he's also just very spin. He's very angry, so he just he hates a lot, and he you could hear his hatred under his like in, in trying to be in over the top and he can't why the fuck would you have a champion lose on free television you have a paper fucking view that's on march 18th where you can pay money you can make money and people will pay to see taya get her ass beat and you do it for free that sound good that was like jim ross just more jim cornetti right yeah, it sounded like a little bit younger Jim Ross before he had the stroke. <laughs> yeah, seven, six-year-old Cornette sounds like seven-year-old Jim Ross. just way louder. <laughs> a little what? bit of a warning next time. Oh, my <sighs> Look, oh this is the worst. I hate Impact. What's our new favorite wrestling? We need something else, you know. Is, Dino is uh, Fusion still good? I don't know if Fusion is as good as this, man. That's a, yes, there's gonna be downs and there's gonna be things like oh we don't like, but then we get like a Kenny King and a Johnny Swinger trying to get his fifty wins. We get stuff like that we're excited for that hopefully one day Johnny Swinger will get those fifty wins to be world champion. Oh we okay, wait, is this where so Callahan gets into the match and now I gotta be honest, this looks awesome. This Sammy Callahan with this bald head and like everything here looks like it should, I feel. The weight gain has definitely 
it is impacting no hey no pun intended is definitely impacting his performance cuz let me see if he March does it at all and on saturday march 25th but, all the fallout from sacrifice plus impact is returning okay. to toronto for the oh, first one shirt fix <laughs> it's like constant every time he does anything he he has to stop and pull that shirt down i don't want my gut to hang out and that's like maybe that could be a fun little drinking game you could have in a Sammy Callahan match. Anytime he does adjust his gear, take a drink, just like OSW review would do. Yeah, like is that is that what they would do though? For every time Sammy would fix his shirt, because even when he hits the mat, he fixes his shirt. He's just constantly fixing his fucking shirt. Should he should he just wear a singlet so there's nothing to pull down? Just let us see it. Go back to your Solomon Crow wardrobe. I think he needs to stick with this wardrobe. I don't think Solomon Crow would do him any favors right now. He needs to stick with the jacket top and the pants. Gosh, but just the constant fixing of your of your gear, like doesn't that doesn't that bother you? Doesn't it make you look shitty? Aren't you? Would you rather just get back in that Solomon Crow shape? Like, oh my gosh, he took that German pretty sweet though. But Sammy's got to fix that shirt once he rolls out of the ring. That's like his crutch. He just cannot stop fixing his shirt. He needs to make sure he's in the perfect look because he wants to be toyetic. And here we go. The real big man. God, this is the man never is going to be on top. Oh! Yeah, I don't know if Khan's ever going to be a top guy, but he's doing good in this new Joe Doring role. Like, Isn't that kind of what they need him for? We just need a big menacing badass. And uh, he, he fits that role pretty well. He's no longer doing his NXT, uh, NXT revenge uh, gimmick. Remember that where he was like the rat? He looked like a rat. That was his gimmick. Remember? I do remember Connor O'Brien. I remember a lot of things of Big Con, but at least he does have this roll down pat where he is just do Joe Dorg until Joe hopefully cuts back, beats the fuck out of cancer, and is ready to lair the fuck out of everybody. Konosuke Takeshita! No, this guy's not Konosuke Takeshita, Gino, but isn't he just such the impact version of that? Like, this is what impact would do have a more generic looking version, but like I like this version. This is my favorite Konosuke Takeshita is this one. Uh, but is it this is just their version of that, right? Well, Yuri Moore actually is a really good worker. Like he was a young boy for John Moxley, basically. Like John Moxley like, knocked him the fuck out in his first match and his broke about to be like, This is the guy I'm gonna train to be a future star. And Impact saw that and was like, This is gonna be our guy then. You would get more. He's really good. Do you think Diener's ever a world title contender? Because as far as him being the leader of the design and him, I mean, mixing it up with Josh Alexander's are seeing on the screen right now, and we see, you know, him with the gimmick and the fingers, a lot of his stuff seems to be clicking, but I'm watching him in the match, and he just still looks like he was never going to be the guy. He was never going to be the world champion or have a world championship match. Do you think we can get him there? Do you think Diener's going to – maybe he'll just get a throwaway title shot or something with Josh? What I think of right now, at least with how they're doing this, is that they're going to have Alan Angels keep going for the next vision title. Hopefully he does win it at some point. More Angels. Then we have Khan and maybe Diener, like, do what they did with Joe Doring and Diener, have them be the tag team champions. And Sammy could go for the world title and be world champion and have the entire design win all the belts. And a great point in the chat. Do we mean Diener Diener or Macklin Diener? Because I was laughing for like like three days straight. Just remember, like I was even laughing a little today just thinking about Macklin and Diener looking oddly similar now uh, and, and them getting mixed up on TV. Or at least that's how Macklin used to look. He kind of grew the hair back out now. He kind of He's going back to looking a little more normal person-like. 
uh, which his him versus Dango, Gino, that's what we're building towards at No Surrender, right? Fatal Four Way. He's going to at least get that title contention, hopefully, and he gets that opportunity, and he beats the fuck out of Dango. Ultimately, a fantastic episode of Impact Wrestling. I, I, I feel like I make fun of this show a lot, but it's, my, it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite shows on TV. Raw is such a chore. SmackDown is so fast-forwardable. Like people were even messaging me like how awesome the ending of SmackDown was and like yeah, it was cool, like the Sammy and Roman stuff, but I, I knew like I said it, Juno. I said it last week. I knew that that's where what we're gonna get is Sammy versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. Uh did, did we do you think and the way they did it, I love Roman kind of off mic yelling at him, like in front of your family. Like I thought that was pretty cool, but were you wowed by the ending of SmackDown? I wasn't really wowed by the inexpected. It's more that what I was wowed about is that Braun Strowman and Ricochet's match is going to be next, this Friday. So I'm like, my idea was that Braun and Ricochet were going to win the titles. Now it's like, no, they might not. The Usos are going to be able to work together still, even with Jay and Jimmy having like this confrontation because of Jimmy. Unsure about himself, but unsure about Jay, but he still wants to defend his brother. So they're going to still be able to win these titles because they're probably going to have Sam Sammy lose, have the Usos beat the fuck out of Sammy, even Jay beats the hell out of him finally, and then Kevin Owens has to save his friend, so we all focus on KO and Sammy going after the Usos instead of Sammy going after Roman, so Roman is safe for Cody, and we don't have any reason for us to think about Sammy going after Roman. Yeah, like, this is where the storyline has to come to an end, it has to be, like, Roman beats Sammy, and then we kind of move on, Uh, because we have Cody, Cody's waiting in the wings, we're going to have Cody versus Roman. It, it seems all but obvious at this point. Um, but our, and, and going back, I know you and I played that game. We played that game of like, Gino, how would you, where's this guy going to be at WrestleMania? And I think you might have had Cody Roman. That might have been your idea. Uh, or you might have had like Gunther involved somewhere. But uh, what, do you, what are you thinking now? Because like, did they make, we have Edge and like Edge is doing something at Chamber, right? With Beth. Like we're kind of, I love, what's his face? Damian Priest sucks. What was that about on Raw? Why can't, Oh, I'm going to qualify for the money. Gosh, you're going to be so mad, Edge. I hate you. I literally hate you. Elimination Chamber, I meant. Like, what was that, you know? He was just so frustrated. He was just so anxious because he wanted to get the match because he knew it was happening right next. So he was like, I just want to get ready, and I want to beat the fuck out of Angelo Dawkins. And he does, so he qualifies. While then we have Finn and Rhea versus Edge and Beth for some reason because we want to get Betty in a match before WrestleMania, and it's, I don't know what Edge is going to do. Edge is probably just going to fight Finn at WrestleMania while Ray fights Dominic, so that's going to be finished, hopefully. But we do know at least, I get my prediction. Do you, do I do you want think to just bring up Sammy. Sammy, let me, let me say, KO, do, you think that's a mis, do you think that's a misstep, though? Do you think it is a misstep to have Beth versus Rhea now? Because I we do need to wrap that up. We need to wrap that up, I feel, so you can have Rhea get a victory here. Um to, to send her on her way to WrestleMania. And do we just go Edge and Bray or Edge and Finn? Like, is there some, aren't we, because I've moved on. Like, even when Edge came out and beat him up at the Royal Rumble, I forgot, like, oh, yeah, the whole Extreme Rules thing. Like, I didn't remember that until Raw. Like, I'm like oh, yeah, that's why they still hate each other. Can we move on from this or do we have to wrap it up with Balor versus Edge? No shenanigans. We're not going to hide behind the I quit stuff. It's, it's singles as singles gets. Who's going to win? Or 
and we just do Ray and Dom one-on-one? Can we get Damian Priest in the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania? Like, isn't that where you would kind of – that's where all the pieces would kind of fit? That would be where all the pieces would fit. If we are doing Money in the Bank at Hollywood WrestleMania, which I think would be perfect because that's where the first Money in the Bank WrestleMania was. Yeah, yeah. We can just do the callback. Night one, you can do the men's. Night two, the women's, or vice versa, however you want to do that. I Look, I'm not, I'm not sexist, you know. What are your thoughts on not having the women's Royal Rumble, not having a women's Money in the Bank or women's Elimination Chamber? Like, I've talked to a couple people who, like, they, they, they are still of, like, they're of the mindset just because WWE is forcing it doesn't mean it's good or doesn't mean it should still be happening. We've tried it out, especially the Money in the Bank. Those are never as good as the men's, and they're going to be directly compared to the men's. So if you do the women's one on night one, and then you kind of go, oh, well, night two, they just topped everything the women did. Or if you go vice versa and you're like, well, the women, like the men crushed it on Saturday. Why are the the women's is awful? Uh, what are your thoughts? Like, do, are you okay with them still doing it? Would you change how they're doing this? Like, walk me, be, be progressive with me. How can we save this or should we just leave it? I feel we should leave it how it is because I do think the two nights we could have one money in the bank, one money in the bank, and the other night, or then also like the battle royals if you want to do that. Or again, we just so to get rid of the money in the bank, buying the battle royals, and then it's just like here we go. It's the money in the bank matches both nights. This is where we get like twelve people, six men, six women onto a show, or even eight and eight. We could do that. Even who knows where they're gonna go, but I think this. That's what they got to do. They got to just have the same shit, maybe get rid of the Battle Royals just so we have more time with this ladder match to build up and give the women more time equal to the men. Well, and I've even thought, like, so we used to have that Evolution pay-per-view, right? Why not put a Money in the Bank there? Why not put a Women's Elimination Chamber there? Do all the big women's stuff on the women's show. Have a big women's card. That way you can kind of lay back. You can lean on that stuff a little bit, too, like, Oh, well, like <laughs> December to December is a great example. Oh, this card is absolute shit, but at least there's an elimination chamber. Like that's kind of like ba- New Year's Revolution. Like, oh, there's not really much on this card. Maven's fighting Shelton Benjamin, but at least there's an elimination chamber. So you can kind of hide behind having a big like gimmick match like that. Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber, Ro- Royal Rumbles even. Um, because the, the women's never come off as important as the men's, like honest. And a lot of times they're not done as well. Like even James Ellsworth kind of fucked up the first women's money in the bank. So I don't know. So like I never even thought that, but somebody put that in my head. Like they need to stop this women's shit. And I know that's probably sexist or misogynistic, but that was my solution was what if we just, instead of trying to pretend that it's on the same level with the men's and we just have a WrestleMania with two, two, one thing for the men, one thing for the woman, give the women their own night. Just do it separately, entirely on a different part of the calendar year. Evolution two, money in the bank. I, that's again, that's your, I, again, I want us to keep up with the progression that we're going with making this equal for both equal opportunity, have these chances where we have money in the banks for both genders because we want to promote a push for both the women's championship to be on that equal footing as the men's world championship. So we need to keep that. We need to keep the world rumble in some way, shape or form. So hopefully we could keep it the way we're doing it now and then see if in the future when Triple H either fully is in charge because Vince steps down or whoever owns WWE in the future, what their idea of how the future holds goes. Because right now, I think it's going to stay the way it is no matter what. 
And that's how you would do it. Because we're wrestling journalists, you know. We, we can do this all day. Like, we don't know who's going to be in charge. We, like, no, we don't care. How would you do it? How would Like, this is your company now. You have unlimited money. What would you do? Or how would you, like, what would you do to make sure that this happens a certain way? I know for me, like, you, you mentioned, like, oh, you know, the two Royal, like, you could do a two-night rumble. Why not? We already do. Having a Saturday Rumble was weird as it is. You can throw – we were doing NXT TakeOvers the night before Royal Rumbles. We could just do two-night Rumbles, two-night WrestleMania. You want the majors to feel major, make them all fucking two nights. You know, we pay for Peacock. We'll watch all that shit. Did you hear the thunder, Do you know? The thunder did not get picked up on your amazing microphone, so that's good. It Whoa. was perfectly fine the way you are. It's subdued that sound. But yes, I think that's what we should do. The big four pay-per-views need to feel massive. So two nights on all four shows, that gets you even more pirates, more people buying the shows, more people going to both the nights of the shows. I think that's what Nick Condé needs to realize that you need to do is more two-night events. Well, and all the indie, all the indie promotions, not to rat out all my friends at world class but th that's what they all do like thunder rosa did it oh there's a SummerSlam in this town let's put all the indies on this on this weekend oh there's a survivor series let's have, let's do a podcast at jimmy's famous seafood like everybody knows like oh well wwe's doing a major event let's try and take advantage of that weekend if i'm wwe i know that them doing saturdays seems to be their new strategy like oh we'll put it on a saturday it's the same night ufc does pay-per-views and it works for them so we'll do it on that, and then everyone's going to go home by Sunday anyway. Nobody's sticking around to stay for the indie shows. But if I'm, yeah, if I'm WWE, make that Royal Rumble shit two nights, make Mania two nights, SummerSlam two nights, Survivor Series. You can figure that. I mean, I they can make it two nights. They can figure out how to fix that. We can have War Games matches and traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. I don't know why we had to do away with those. Um, cause those are the best, those are, I know that like a lot of times they were obligatory, like just random five on fives, but sometimes they could build a nice storyline behind that. Eric Bischoff's taking a month off. Which team is going to control raw for each, each competitor gets their own week. So that's all I would do it. Gino, uh, I I'm with you though. Like I'm, I'm okay with women having the matches. I wasn't as extreme as my buddy, but I just thought, well, if we're doing like, why not give People want that evolution pay-per-view back. NWA had in power. We're still – are we in that era still? Is there anyone else doing like – like is does NWA have any of those? Is, is Impact still doing Total Knockout, Drag Out, or whatever it's called? We haven't gotten any one-night-only events from Knock Impact. We haven't gotten any for like women's events since that big year. We tried to do it. So I think there again, Triple H probably mentioned like when he said like we already did that. Again, it was his way of saying like – when we tried that, when we tried to push women, it just oh, yeah. didn't really do anything. And we realized that whenever a promotion does that, they don't really mean it. It's just being doing it to do it because maybe like someone's going to say, you need to promote our women more and promote like your company's women more like Mickey James tried to do. And yet NWA, the only star you have is Camille. And yeah. the Hex are barely that good of a tag team because you have pushed them well. And all these other like, big decisions you were trying to make from Empower, it didn't really do much for the women in the long run. So I think, again, Empower, Evolution, you think it does so much, but it only really hurts those other stars that you try to put on their show just to fill the cart. Why hasn't AEW done, like a, done a, a women's show? Not necessarily a pay-per-view, but 
you and I constantly mock their women's division and just the way they handle their female talent. Like, oh, second to last match, got to have a women's match. Like, that's that's all they really get on their shows. I don't watch Rampage, and I, I assume Rampage gets one one ladies match. I don't watch Dark Elevation or Dark, but you you would think for them at least they would try and have like a wow like presentation. Hey, we have all of this women's talent. Like a great way to kind of push them and promote them as major stars would be to give them their own show. Like we're doing these quarterly battle of the belts. Why isn't there some sort of quarterly TNT special with the women? I know that's, it's just weird. Impact AEW doesn't know what to do with their women. They have only just two storylines really going on at the time. And it's always just Jade's undefeated and something to do with Brit because every other woman is just there as fodder to lose to Brit and whoever she's fighting to set up for their match. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, because right now we have Jamie Hayter. We're doing the Soraya stuff. We're doing the Jade stuff. Ruby's kind of involved with the Britt Baker stuff, you know. So they're kind of bringing her back into the fold. Uh, Ty Mello and, and Anna Jay are just sort of hanging out with Jericho. I'm seeing. I'm looking at a picture of Willow Nightingale right now. I have no idea what she's been up to. So there's kind of and Sky Blue. Remember we were so excited. Like I think AEW. Like remember they AEW heels could be a show. I mean, that could be its own show. It doesn't have to be some weird online, like, trans workout club. It could be for the actual women of this company. What is Nyla doing? You know, like, they have all these women that they're not really using. So I think that would be a good opportunity. But we're just, hey, we're just wrestling journalists, and we're just pitching stuff into the abyss. So, uh, honestly, Gino, so there's a couple more things um, I wanted to kind of go over. Um, as far as I know, we kind of covered the main ones, you know, um, gosh, Mandy Rose addresses possibly joining AEW. That was kind of a rumor that got passed around a little bit. What are your thoughts to that? We're wrestling journalists. We'll give our takes on that. Kushida. That was where I wanted to talk about, you know, um, Kushida leaving NXT. Do you think there's a chance he goes back? Cause he kind of sucks in impact. Like y- you would assume there would be, Oh, he's got the WWE stink on him. Let's use him a little bit. And he's being jobbed out in Impact. Has he won a match since he's been there? And he hasn't really won a match that I can remember. But he's also trying to help out the New Japan Dojo guys. He's trying to bring this new dude who's actually really good. That tag team partner of his did a good job against Bay and Ace Austin, which, of course, they lost to Bullet Club because Bullet Club is better than New Japan Dojo guys. But Kushida does a good job. He's a good worker. He's always great technically sound wrestler that they should keep because they could have great exhibition championship matches, even though right now we're in the middle of this program with Trey Miguel and Crazy Steve, who keeps on painting himself with Trey's spray paint to scare him. Yeah, how scary. I'm, I'm branding he's so myself. He's so crazy. so crazy. He takes the spray because Trey's going to spray paint you, but he's like, no, I could take it myself because I'm legally blind and I could do it better than you spray paint the side. Uh, and, and in the chat here, did, did Kushida ever have a singles main roster showing? I don't think he ever did in WWE, did he? He never... He never had a Raw or SmackDown match, if I if I'm remembering. I don't remember him even being. He was on 205 Live a few times, I believe, but he never really. And I think he might have been on main event, but I don't think he ever cracked the Raw or SmackDown, uh, the Raw or SmackDown show. He was like me on WWE 2K15, just on Superstars for like six and a half years, and then you finally get a shot on SmackDown, and then you lose, and then you're back to Superstars. Like it was rough. It was a rough career for me, Gino. That's why these guys don't break out until they're in their late 30s now. 
I know. That's why Kushida realized that he wanted to leave and be able to know he could be a breakout star in Japan and come back to the States to have a big resurgence with his good friends like Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. Oh, so Mandy Rose, uh, so she was on the sessions with with, uh, with Renee Paquette. And, yeah, she talked about her future in wrestling on in whether she'll compete in the ring. Uh, she had mentioned that she has a history with several AEW talent. She's been partners with Dustin Rhodes in the WWE Mixed Tag Challenge. She was part of Absolution. So there is a lot of – so I haven't ruled it out. So here's, here's Mandy Rose's words. I haven't ruled it out for sure. It's not like the boots are hung up and stuff. It's just right now it's not my main focus, but definitely for the future maybe. So, <laughs> not my main focus. I'd rather be naked. I'd rather be naked anywhere on the internet, Gino. Is that what she's doing? She's doing her way to make her own money and making these million stars every single month. So she knows that she's going to take this 15 minutes of fame and save that money. So then if she comes back to WB and reforms to Mandy and the great tag team they could be, or go back and help Toxic Attraction get over even more, or come to AEW, she's going to be perfectly set for the rest of her life. I'm, I'm thinking she's. This is a human trafficking scenario, Gino. You know that these women are all hooked up with these management groups. So even though she's saying, "Oh yeah, I made a million dollars," she made two hundred thousand. Okay, her management company definitely is taking a large cut of this, a large percentage of this. Not to mention, Fan Times also probably taking a large percentage of this. Like I, I remember googling Cali Calypso. Like whatever happened to her? And her Twitter is just constantly. I was a human trafficking victim. They fed me drugs and made me think this was the only way to live. And they had sex with me for years. And now everybody who likes my, she like used quotes like everyone who's enjoyed my work throughout my career. You don't realize I was being raped on camera. It was horrific stuff, Gino. That would be horrific, but I don't think anything has happened like that to Mandy. I think she is in control of her own life, and if someone were to try a human trafficker, she'd beat the fuck out of them. Gina, we are making basic attention tokens like crazy right now. Wrestling Inc. gets really annoyed when, you have, like, when you're using Brave Browser because it blocks all of their shitty ads. Thank you, Jigs, for the AB. I don't know why any of the sounds aren't playing. I'll have to go in and fix those, but... Uh, I, but these brave attention tokens are starting to rack up, Gino. I've been in, like back into the crypto game. I've been back into the investment game, saving money game. Like there's a lot of big things happening. We should do a Wall Fleet, a Wall Fleet journal sometime, Gino. We should be doing a Wall Fleet journal just to see where the market is every single week, so the people can know. Because we are not inside traders. We do not give you. You don't give you advice. We just yeah. tell you, hey, <laughs> this is what's happened. I love all those videos and all those podcasts. First of all, this is not financial advice. Do your own research, make your own investments. I'm just a man with a microphone telling you what he has done in his life and what what I would do if I were you. Like that's exactly how they all do it anyway. Here's five ETFs that have made me three million dollars. I'm not saying you should invest in these ETFs. I am not at all saying use the ETFs that I use that have made me unbelievably wealthy. I'm unbelievably wealthy now. I have more money than I than I know what to do with. But I'm not saying that you should do that as well. This is for me only. If you want to do it, you can try it, but you didn't hear that from me. That's how they all kind of protect themselves, you know. So, uh, yeah, we should be doing something like that. Look, we get this promo code that we got to shill out. We should do a podcast every day until until March 7th when the, when the promo code runs out. Hell yeah, we need to keep this going up, get people invited to use this promo code Vleedies at manscaped.com slash Vleedies, and to realize <laughs> that we, you need this. You need to be able to save your balls, because your balls will thank you. Sniper Main wants to interview me. I need to make that official. When, sh when should I let the Sniper Main interview me? 
you know, I think it's whenever you have that time, because I know when you having a child, we could be able to make some time happen when you and Sniper could have that time to sit down and chat and possibly even chill out. Manscaped.com slash ladies. Yeah, see, yeah, chill it out some more on, on other people. I'll go on a lecture circuit. I'll go on a tour everywhere I can to not only promote th- the wrestling journalist and now the new Wall Vliet journal that I've been thinking about all week. And also do the Islandish Catholic. Somebody asked me for for gym tips because I was flexing a couple weeks ago on the whole fucking show. Um, or that was on Ross Fourth Hour. I was a special guest on Ross Fourth Hour. Do you know? Did you watch that one? I was watching that. I was always there the entire time, thankfully, that week. But then that next week, this past Monday, I had to leave in the middle of it because I had to go to work. Well, at least be ready for shit I had to do today. Yeah. Oh, what a busy day for both of us, Gino. Uh, We have their space boosters being casted everywhere by a Trovo bot. Uh, Thank you so much. What's a space booster? Does that mean I'm on the front page? Is that what that means, Gino? I guess that's what it means. I don't know, Trovo. I'm just here as a guest of the second mic of the (laughs) wrestling journalist. That is true. He boosted the Vleeties to the boost. I don't know what's happening, but I I feel like this was important. So, uh, Jerry Lawler was hospitalized with a stroke, Gino. I don't know how to make that. I don't know how to say that any any kinder than I did, or how to make make that sound any softer than the way that I said it. Jerry, look straight from the Wrestling Inc. All right, not the Wrestling Observer, Gino. Jerry Lawler reportedly hospitalized following a stroke. Uh, now he had the heart attack on Raw. Were you watching Raw during that era? Like it was really awkward to hear a human slap onto an announce table. It was a very awkward moment to hear that. Just it was, I was watching it around that time live, and I was like, "This is, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening. I'm, I was unsure about life." Have you ever? I don't know. Have you ever been to his restaurant? I was. I don't know why I was going to ask you, Gino. I know you haven't, but I've been to Memphis, Tennessee, and I went to Jerry the King Lawler's restaurant, and it was a little ghetto, but that's that's just Memphis. Uh, what a weird place. There's wrestling memorabilia everywhere. So you're as a wrestling fan, you're excited to be there. And then a really loud, like blues Memphis band showed up. And like they they almost made it like I don't want to be here. They serve you beer in plastic cups, which I also hate, but I think that's because you're allowed to walk around Beale Street with plastic cups. I hate that shit. I if I order a nine dollar beer, it better be in a glass. It better be in a gloss, all right? I want to be a chilled mug. But if I'm getting a $9 beer and you bring it to me in a plastic cup, it's insulting, Gino. It is very insulting, but at least you had a great time, hopefully, there in his famous restaurant. And hopefully, he seems to be recovering fine, so hopefully he will be able to be able to do his job and go back to Dayamisu. I might have that photo somewhere. I was even thinking, like, it's got to be on my my Google Photos somewhere out there. Uh, It was definitely in 2018. Gosh, you know, t- how how is time just, f- like, it's just moving right along. There's really nothing that we can do about how old we're going to get. We're all going to die, like, honestly, sooner rather than later. I think a lot of people forget that. Like, time, like we're, we're, we're almost dead as it is, right, you know? I mean, we are pretty much getting close to that because something that still kind of shocks me because, like, my job, we now are, like, serving alcohol, like, delivering alcohol, and I realized – you were born in 2021. You are 22, 21 years old. You can actually get alcohol. I was like, that's oh, if you're born in surprising still. If you were born in 2001, you could get alcohol now. It's like, that's 21. You could, like, that was wild to me. Just realize, like, how fast time flies. And now these young kids, I think, are young or like, they're 21. Look at me. I'm just. Gina, look at me with Jerry Lawler with his cutout. I was at his restaurant. 
It was so fun, Gino. You should have been there. Why weren't you? I'm wearing a Pikachu shirt. What a fantastic evening that was. I got a $9 beer in a plastic cup. Then we went to like three more bars. And most of it was paid for by my good employer, FedEx. Oh, yeah. What a great employer they were. And you will be right here with this fat head of Jerry the King. Love. (laughs) Hell yeah. It was such a fun night. I had such a good time. And his bar wasn't the best, but we found some good ones on Beale Street. We got some souvenirs for our wife and kids and stuff. And I hung out with two other dads. One of the guys was a big wrestling fan, which always helps when you're like talking to people and you make a wrestling reference and they're like, Holy shit, you like wrestling. I love, dude, I, I, I know Mr. Anderson. That was his big wrestler that he knew. Like, I know Mr. Anderson. Uh, my wife met him, and he was super cool, and we hung out. Like he knew, What a weird wrestler to know, by the way, right? Ken Anderson, after he scammed all those people. Yeah, after he scammed those people, but he still is just a genuinely good human being. I'm glad that your friend got to be able to meet Ken Anderson. Yeah, see, I, I got to meet a cardboard cutout of Jerry Lawler. So we had fun at the restaurant. There was another guy there. His name was Josh. He was probably my best friend on the trip. Because, you know, you're you're meeting all these strangers, and some of the people were already clicky, and we were like, why are they clicky? And there was, like, one hot chick, and she had, like, three dudes that were all over her. I mean, you could tell they were not married. Me and Josh were married. Me, Josh, and Brad were all married, so it was easy for us to hang out. And then Julie, there was a lady. She was hanging out with us. She was a mom. She was a little bit older, but she wanted to hang out with us because she knew these guys are fun. They're doing cool stuff. Yeah, you're cool stuff. You're doing cool stuff, and also you all are married, so you're all in a committed relationship, and none of you four were going to cheat. Yeah, none of us. We're all doing it. <laughs> none of, I don't know why you had to throw it in there, Gino. Of course none of us were going to do that. So, Gino, we did it all. We, we talked. To him. I really was excited to talk to him back because I thought the new camera shoot was awesome. I thought Matt Cardona was the worst. But overall, another amazing episode of Impact. We might have to even start watching BTI. I think we might have to watch BTK. We might have just watched all the content that is there on Ultimate Insights. We have to watch Wild On because the amazing podcast that Terry Wild has every single week. And we also need to play this Jedi Fallen Order game. My, my buddy work is working on the new one that's coming out soon. They just released like a gameplay trailer. We should watch that, right? Do you, do you, do you, like, uh, you like video games, you know? <laughs> I do enjoy video games from time to time. Let's see what this Jedi Fallen Order your buddy's working on. Here. Yeah, yeah. He works for, I forget the name where he works. He works on whatever studio's working on that game. I don't know if that's insider knowledge or whatever, but he sent me the video of it. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Is it just called 2? I think it's called, I don't remember what it's called. Survivor, I believe is what it's called. Survive. Do you have what it takes? to survive okay hold on i'm pulling it up gino yeah so he was really he's been wanting me to play the first one because he didn't work on the first one but he was saying that you should play it you would love it i just don't i'm not a, do i do video games Gino? i just i don't i don't do them i should do them huh i think maybe this might be the time to do them especially here on trovo.live slash vleeties where we could also shill up manscape.com slash vleeties using promo code vleeties so you can support the man himself i definitely tried to get my xbox to like play out here and it was a little clicky and i just thought ah it's not really clean and work. i don't have a capture card i have like an elgato from like a while back i was like maybe i'll play live and it just looked shitty and i gave up you're right it sucked you're right gino but check this out ign first Star Wars Jedi Survivor is February's IGN first, and to kick it all off... Oh, what? Did you hear this? We, do you know? I need... Okay. 
Is this the standard? I can do this. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is this month's IGN favorite. Like, well, come on. Is this is this the voice of IGN? We can take his job. It's one of the many voices of IGN. So maybe we don't go. If we want to still go with IGN, that's fine. Or if your friend did give you an actual link to a proper video that's better than IGN, we should go with that. My name is Ryan Van Vliet with IGN. Today, we're taking a look at the Jedi Survivor. Nine minutes of gameplay brought to you by Manscaped. Is that what they're going to do? Introducing you to the world of Kobo, a brand new planet that Cal Kestis crash lands on early in the game after a secret mission he's involved with goes awry. Enjoy <laughs> this look at nine minutes of gameplay on Kobo and be sure to check IGN all throughout the month of February for much more Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, dude. Star Wars okay. Jedi Survivor. Mind giving me a closer look? Oh. Should we get this game, Gino? That is one big and We beast. should get this game. I'm looking at great paint splatter, which is a that great game. Oh, shit. It's not on the screen. You're right, Gino. Damn it, Gino. I'm so glad you're here. So glad Gino's here. What an embarrassing moment. Rewind the whole thing. The footsteps sound great. Last time I saw a Lucre Hulk was Braca. Braca. Long time ago. Prof. Oh, you run on the walls, Gino. Hell yeah, wall running parkour like John Morrison. Just like yeah, just like the Prince of Parkour. Just like the the Monday Night Delight. Whoa! You see that? Hell yeah, the power of the Force. What do you have a favorite Star Wars game? Because I remember really liking Force Unleashed, and when I got into and I tried to play like Force Unleashed two, I wasn't wasn't big into it. I gotta say, my favorite one has to be the original Battlefront two. Tyler's even saying you didn't even play Fallen Order. That's how he's saying it, I, dude. We need to. Do I need to play this game? How do you play video games, Tyler, on the internet? See, Tyler's the only one who knows. He's the one streaming this regular. He actually streamed this whole game, so we need you could play this just like he did. What? I don't get as high as he does, though. I don't know if I could play it like that. He played it really high, didn't he? He might have played it completely sober. I don't remember when he played it, but he did play the original game, Fallen Order, by himself, completely from beginning to win. Oh, dude, look. He took out his double saber thing. Oh, Gino! Did you see that? This is amazing force combat with his blade. Oh, he's getting shot. He's getting murked, bro. I was trying to tell Ralphie what what murked meant, but even I don't know what it means. Look at this amazing saber action. On oh, he's Bauer. getting his ass Human. kicked. Uh, Tyler, is this good? Because this, this would be me. My screen would be going gray. I'd be getting murdered. What a battle that was. Oh, my gosh. What is that, Gino? Is that me? Is that you? It could be anybody, but this is just a giant beast of a person. Is that a, ran a Rancor? It could be a Rancor. I've never had any idea about Rancor. Oh. I don't know what this is. Oh, Gino! This looks awesome. I mean, I don't know. I would play this game. So, okay, you're saying the first one is a must-play. 
That is what I believe Tyler is saying. That's what your friend is saying. That's what I have to say because I think that this game is a must play. So we have to play the first one first to understand the lore I mean, of the character. I have an Xbox out here. I got to figure out how to get it to work. Tyler, send me some messages. You're the one who's in charge of this now. You're you're the Twitch streamer of, of the two of us. Uh, I know Kevin sent me some stuff on how to do it as well. I just don't do it, Chino, all right? All you do is shill. So, hey, look, it, during this month, all right, we have from the 7th to the 7th where the Manscaped promo code is live. There's going to be more Validis podcasts that are popping out, whether that is some Wall Vleet journals, whether that is uh, like the, the Islandish Catholic needs to make a triumphant return. Too many people have been asking. Tyler in the chat, free with Game Pass. I think I have it downloaded, dude. I think it's already downloaded on my Xbox. And, yes, I have athletic tape on my uh on my controller here uh because i have sweaty hands and someone said put put gamer tape and i was like that's the thing so yeah gino i did that now the tape's all brown all right give me a fucking break it's understandable man that's why we're gonna be keeping on keeping on we're gonna be having more vd's podcasts we're gonna have more content being produced out here to shill manscape.com slash ladies using promo code ladies to support the man himself ladies yeah i mean i'm getting emails that I, google charged me two bucks for something I'm spending money constantly, so I need some help, you guys. Uh, and then <laughs> Ricardio in the chat, am I really sponsored? I did get sponsored, Ricardio. I said that we're on a trial run, they said. They asked, like, okay, they, like he asked for all my stats. He asked for, like, he asked for everything. And I gave him all my numbers. And I said, look, you probably don't want to partner with, like, a lowly podcast like me. And I think he was serious. He just goes, like, we'll sell any of these things, bro. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, here's here's my numbers. And then he asked if I had my demographics. I was like, I think I had one female download. So, ladies, you know what? The, the dude uh, – Dr. Evil Genius is right. No women are knocking down my door, and they're not downloading any of my podcasts, Gino. But the Impact Wrestling fan base seems to really enjoy us. So that's why I like leaning on Impact lately and recently because I do think there is a – look, me, you, uh, you Kevin, Tyler, you, like the, the Raw and SmackDown post shows are so awesome. So I love that you and me can come on and talk about the more niche stuff. So we're going we're gonna to make it more focused to Impact – uh, that we've even talked about maybe doing the show after Impact. Like, you know what? Let's just be Impact's third hour. Everybody's watching it in Discord anyway as a group. We could just move everything to Thursdays. Uh, but Tuesdays are awesome. So we're going to go through it. We're going to figure it out, you know, okay? Everyone just stay, st keep an eye on the Discords. I'm not on social media still. It's been amazing. So if you want to message me, get in the Discord. Send me a direct message. I love responding to all. And Gino's got the bag there himself. You got to get the performance package 4.0. That's what my promo code applies to. I think my mom was trying to buy some stuff without – like she just wanted to buy one thing. And it's not like you get 20% off of whatever you want. Like, no, it's the performance package 4.0. So, um, And then, yes, Tyler, get, get in my DMs. We're going to play Jedi games. It's going to be an amazing time. How many hours of gameplay do you think it is, Gino? Do you think it's like is this like a twenty-eight hour endeavor I'm about to take on? This may be a twenty-plus hour endeavor you're gonna be taking on, but it's gonna be an amazing time for you to stream this live for the people, so your friend could see you playing this, and so we could be supporting Manscape.com/slash Vleeties using promo code Vleeties. And you know, uh, Drew Gooden, he's another YouTuber that I that I that I find a little funny. Okay, I watch his stuff every once in a while. He's one of those guys who just makes random videos once a month and has like six million views. No one knows why. He was a Vine guy, and he's like Logan Paul. 
and he did a, like a 24-hour video game stream. Is that something that people are still doing where they like just set up Trovo or Twitch and maybe they're not even just playing video games. They're just like doing GeoGuessr. They're having different guests on. Like a 24-hour stream, that's like a PayPalathon, right? Yeah, people do that sometimes. They have subathons, which normally do go over like 24 hours. Sometimes it goes through a whole week, sometimes even a whole month for some streamers that just stream their whole lives through beginning to end until at least subathon does end or until like whatever it will be that we go by. It could be just 24 hours, just full on streaming, discussion, just having your life be streamed the entire day. Okay. I think, look, these are all ideas. This is a free flowing conversation. There's no wrong answers. What? Like, that might cut into my gym time a little bit, but we can we can sack or we could take a rest day during twenty four hour stream day, okay? If it happens, Tafa Spleefinoku says subathons are for fags. Is that for true? I don't know if that's for true. Taka might just only believe that streamers that are like popular are fags, so maybe he just thinks <laughs> that the popular guys who do it are fags. That's his perspective. He doesn't like streamers, I understand, but I am a proud supporter of Twitch and Trovo and all former streamers. The F word is not appropriate, okay? I was quoting Taka Spleefinoku, all right? So, yeah, we don't use the F word here, although like, I think I did almost use it. I think I did use it the other day at work. Somebody did something. And I was like, not in a gay way, but you're being a real F word. Like, that's kind of what happens, Gino. And then TK in the chat, do not say the F word. But, Gino, that game looks amazing. Um, my buddy says it's going to be awesome. He's been working on it for a very long time. My same buddy just closed all of his rings on my Apple Watch. Oh, gee, uh, where's Geezy? I got, I got rid of the Garmin, dude. I have a permanent scar on my wrist from the Garmin watch that I was wearing. The band was way thicker, and it just left a permanent scar on my wrist it was horrific so i'm back on my apple watch i bought a new band for it that's made of wood it's very bougie very fancy gino so i'm all i'm all for it oh yeah i would all be all for it too man i'm glad you got this situated and you don't have any fucking skull marks on your body anymore never again gino but we did it we covered it all tonight we did a brainstorming session which i think went really well stay tuned in the podcast feed i am going to be putting more stuff on there however tomorrow i'm going to be live with kevin scampoli kevin scampoli as part of the whole fucking show we're going to run down aew dynamite we're talking about page i bet she, I, that video is awesome that's on super fun wrestling time uh what what else Gino? did anything big happen that i need to be ready for tomorrow I don't know if anything big happened. We have Dynamite. We have Brian Danielson's last match before he gets that opportunity. If he could somehow beat Roosh, he gets that championship match. We get to see if Brian Danielson will be able to make it. And that might be the only positive thing that happens this Dynamite. <laughs> the only positive thing? There's nothing else good that's going to happen tomorrow night? Not that I know if that's the only match that I can look forward to is a Brian Danielson match. It's the only positive in Dynamite. All right. I think it's going to be a much better show than you're giving it credit for. But I want to thank everyone for coming in, hanging out. Amazing time on The Wrestling Journalist. We just keep it rolling, Gino. Gino's holding up his trimmer. We're sponsored by Manscaped, at least for at least from the 7th to the 7th, my friends. So don't be afraid to pick them up. That's what I keep telling people. I think I think everybody's afraid to, like, try it. I would say it's definitely worth getting. So I know that I'm sponsored by it, and I've been told we need to sell a certain amount. But I could sell that without shilling it to y'all, okay? I could be... I could, I'm boots on the ground sales for this Manscaped shit. All my friends here in Texas are like, "Oh, wait, so is it worth it? How much is how much do you get off? How much this? How much this?" So we're gonna be fine. We're gonna hit the we're gonna hit our quota, Gino. Nobody worry about the quota. 
So, uh, again, trova.live slash leadies next week if you're listening on the podcast. Keep your eye, if you're listening live, keep an eye on the podcast feed for more content. If I'm not live, I might just throw some shit on there. I want to get Geezy recording something before the Super Bowl. So keep an eye on the trovo.live slash bleedies. Gino, any parting words? Just hope you all have a great evening, great night. Just remember to go on to manscaped.com slash bleedies using promo code bleedies to support the man himself. Thank you, Gino. Good night, Wheaties. Love you, man. Love you, dude. We did it.